the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Jesus Christ. I believe the Bible. I follow Jesus, and I'm not ashamed to say so. The answer is not in the next election. The answer is not in Washington, D.C. The answer to America's problems is in the pulpit and the pews of America's churches. That's what we do here daily on Bob Bernie Live. We listen, we think, and then we look at the Word of God, evaluate it, and develop our worldview from God's point of view. The views and opinions expressed are those of the participants and may not be the views or opinions of the staff, management, or advertisers of WRFD. Isn't it strange how that you take two pieces of material, you can take wood, you can take plastic, you can take anything, and you can put them in any configuration until you put them perpendicular to each other and make a cross. The Word of God. Read it. Obey it. That is the answer to America's problems. Call 1-877-BOB-LIVE. Bob Bernie Live. Welcome to Bob Bernie Live. Thank you. Thank you for joining me on this Thursday afternoon. Uh, One more day of this broadcast week. Wow. And uh, only, uh, let's see, one, well, counting today, one, two, three, four, five more days of signing off at 5.30 on our AM 880 signal. Five more broadcast days, and then we will be back to our full day, uh, signing off at uh, 6 p.m. So thankful for all of you who listen on 104.5 FM, and thankful to our AM 880 listeners who switch over to our FM signal or stream our program. Anyway, welcome. Thank you for joining me. Here is my telephone number, 877-BOB-LIVE, 877-262-5483. A little clarification. If you were listening yesterday, I read to you a story from Naperville, Illinois. And what I told you was absolutely true. But I misunderstood the story, and so I related to you something, not that was untrue, something misunderstood. The story was Josh McBroom, a city council member in Naperville, Illinois, which is a fairly affluent suburb of Illinois, suggested that uh, the good folks of Naperville, Illinois, open their homes to illegal immigrants and just bring them in. In fact, maybe they could put out a uh, a sign-up list from city council for the residents in Naperville who would uh, enjoy having some illegal immigrants in their home. Well, I thought he was a whacked-out liberal, and he really meant that. 
No. He is a conservative, and it was all tongue-in-cheek. Yeah, he did say it. He did suggest it. But it was all tongue-in-cheek. What he was doing was he was calling the bluff of the liberals in Chicago and in the Chicago suburbs who have said, we've got to be compassionate about illegal immigrants. We can't close the border. Those Republicans are so wicked and evil. They don't care about people. Of course, we're a nation of immigrants. We want them to come here and blah, 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 blah. Well, he's calling their bluff. And so he said, okay, um, yeah, sure. Um, If you folks really love these illegal immigrants, why don't we just have a bunch of you open your homes to them? He said, and again, this is tongue-in-cheek, in light of the fact I'm not going to support using other people's money to house or aid, I do know that there's a lot of people that do care And I think we live in a compassionate community. So, before we go down the road of, you know, following suit on some of these other cities and taking action, my idea would be, let's find out, let's find out who's actually willing to help. Yeah. He went on. You know, we do hear from constituents on both sides of this. What are we going to do preemptively to stop this? And then we hear from people Tell us that we should be doing more. So, we do have a very affluent community, a lot of big homes, and what I'd like to do is direct our staff to create a sign-up sheet so for individuals that would be willing to house migrant families. And if there's people who would do that, well, God bless them. So we could raise awareness in that way. I think we need to find out. I think we need to find out who would be willing to house migrant families. Uh, So, he was, uh, was he serious? He was serious in calling the bluff of the liberals in his community. So he actually did put out, as far as I can tell, he actually did put out a sign-up sheet for all of those in this wealthy suburb of Illinois who are saying, we need to do more to help illegal immigrants. Uh, no one has signed up. Yeah. And, and, you know, it's like we say, it's good for thee, but it's not good for me. And that's why it's so hysterical that when the migrant crisis was only impacting southern states and southern cities dramatically, destroying their economy, raising crime rates, etc., when it was just them, the mayors and governors up in the north could sit around and say, you don't have any compassion. These people have needs. We're a nation of immigrants. We should open the doors wide open until... Those same people from Texas, Arizona, were being sent to Chicago, New York, etc. Well, then things changed. So uh, I never met him, probably never will. But I I like Josh McBroom, a, a conservative Republican city council member in Naperville, Illinois. Uh, is there bias in the media? 
<laughs> yeah. Well, you know that the uh, Ohio Senate overrode Governor DeWine's veto of HB 68. And I warned you, the local media would go crazy. Last night, on our local TV stations, it was emotion, it was hysteria, kids are going to die, people are going to have to move out of the state, these horrible Republicans don't care. No science, no facts, emotion, and hysteria. Well, here is the Columbus disgrace. I, I, I'm sorry. I mean, the Columbus dispatch, which, by the way, is not Columbus at all anymore. Yeah, it's, it's called the Columbus dispatch, but the office is not Columbus. Most of the employees are not in Columbus. It's, it's the Columbus dispatch in name only. Here is a guest editorial. Here is the headline from a guest editorial. You ready for this? Transphobic Ohio lawmakers attack kids while letting spousal rape bribery bribery scandal slide. That's not a biased headline. Transphobic Ohio lawmakers attack kids. Now, the whole purpose of HB 68 was to protect kids, to protect kids from permanent mutilation of their bodies, uh, harming their immune system through hormone treatments and puberty blockers, uh, destroying the development of healthy bones, and all of the hundreds of side effects from this supposedly gender-affirming care. It was about protecting kids. But, and again, this is an editorial, but the dispatch wants you to know the lawmakers who voted to protect children were actually attacking kid, kids. Quote, Senate Republicans just overwhelmingly voted to override Governor Mike DeWine's veto of House Bill 68, the transphobic anti-science piece of legislation that every single major medical association has come out against. That is not true. None of that is true. It's not anti-science, and it's not transphobic. A phobia is an unrealistic fear. None of these lawmakers are fearful of trans anybody. But that's a pejorative term that the left loves to use without any proof or evidence whatsoever. Yeah. Talk about media bias. Wow. All right. We're going to take a little break. I think I'll get a drink of water. You don't want a dry program, do you? All right, my number is 877-BOB-LIVE. We'll be back.
Talk radio that makes a difference. Makes a difference. This is Bob Bernie Live. I wanted to um, take a moment and express my personal sympathy and I think the sympathy of all of our listeners to the uh, Robinette family. You have probably heard of the tragic death of Pastor Mark Robinette of Foundation Church um, and two of his sons. Just a, a tragic story. Uh, after midnight Tuesday, the house caught fire. Pastor Robinette was able to get his wife and uh, his most of his children out, but he had two sons upstairs, and uh, he went back into the uh, burning house and uh, to get two more sons, and um, he didn't make it out. According to family members, quote, he managed to throw his wife and other children out the windows and then went to get his other two sons, Gideon 17 and Liam 10. He was found holding on to both of them. The three didn't make it out. Um, Had the opportunity to meet Pastor Robinette on at least one occasion, possibly more. He was active in the... uh, pro-life community. He had been involved in mission work, had uh, started this church, Foundation Church, I believe, um, back in 2000, I believe. Um, Anyway, a a good man, servant of God. um, And, you know, these are the things we, we just, we won't understand until we get to heaven. We just won't. Pray for his surviving children, his wife, Andrea. They lost everything. I mean, they lost everything. The only thing they had were the bedclothes that they were wearing at the time of the fire. If you are interested and if God would lead, a GoFundMe campaign has been established They are seeking to raise $100,000 to help the pastor's surviving family. Um, You can find out more by going to GoFundMe and uh, Robinette, R-O-B-I-N-E-T-T-E, the pastor's name, Mark Robinette, pastor, former missionary, father of eight, Yeah, he uh, started Foundation Church in uh, the year 2000. Pray for this widow, the family, the church. Obviously, they are devastated. You know, so many people will say, well, why would a loving God? Here is a man serving God. Listen, I can't figure it out. I'm not going to try to figure it out, we will know when we get to heaven. But we do know this, all things work together for good. We know that. How? We don't know. Anyway, pray for this, uh, pray for this family. And then there's this really good news. I've talked quite a bit about the safe 
Haven baby boxes that are being uh, installed at fire stations and police uh, stations around the country. Well, listen to this. A child given away at a Kentucky safe haven two years ago has now been officially adopted. This was reported on a recent Good Morning America segment. Yes, Uh, it's the case of baby Samuel, who in May of 2022 was left at a Louisville fire station as a newborn. Uh, If you're a longtime listener, I reported that to you. Uh, The baby was uh, very, very tiny, uh, was rushed to a local hospital, put into NICU, and... uh, Foster parents in the area by the name of Chris and Brittany Tyler saw the news story and immediately began began praying that they could adopt this little baby. Well, they had previously fostered 15 kids, adopted two sons, and uh, long story short, they have now officially adopted Baby Samuel. Baby went to live in their home after he was released from the hospital. And, of course, the adoption process is lengthy. And now little Samuel is their third adopted son. Quote, when they celebrated the adoption with a trip to Build-A-Bear, they made a firefighter bear in honor of the emergency workers with whom they keep in contact. Quote, we've got a great photo of the firemen that were on duty that day holding him, and we're talking about these guys with just massive smiles. They know that there's a special connection between Samuel and that fire station and with them particularly. What a great story. Louisville Fire Department Assistant Chief said, it's an imperfect pardon me it's an imperfect world and we don't have perfect solutions for every situation but this is another option for a mom if a mom finds herself in a crisis situation and needs a haven for an infant this is another resource that is available no abortion is not the only option no, it is not. What a what a great story. All right, top of the hour break. We'll be back. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.